Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Nav Jen. Hello, Anna. Hello, how Nav. You, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm recovering from a huge birthday week, actually, which is why this is actually the first week that I've skipped a full week of podcast. Wow. A birthday week. Yeah. Yeah. Last year I did an episode by myself to make sure it happened. But um, this week was just, yeah, very full with shows as well as um, um, festivities. Anything special for your birthday? Yeah. Uh, well, just like the usual pregnancy scare that I have every year on my birthday. Um, I might be doing a solo episode soon, uh, going through the details of that. But um, but no, just like uh, just like some some very fun debaucherous nights with some comedians one night, and then it was um, uh, dancing um, with like mixed friends uh, another night, and then. And then another night of fun, and then it's uh, yeah. And then I was very, I was very responsible yesterday. I had my two shows, and then I just had a nice dinner and went home, and was very good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Now that you have told you about your pregnancy scare, I feel like a life has come out of you on your birthday. You know, yeah. like like yeah, that's the right time for birth. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, last year I had to take uh, Plan B. Um, And uh, and I was really annoyed about it. I was really annoyed. Like I've done it before and it's been okay, but it, the circumstances were very frustrating. So this year it might be a different type of uh, thing. I'm just uh, I'm just praying for my period. I'm praying. The thing is, okay, this is like I don't know how comfortable you are with menstruation, but I'm going to talk about this anyway. Go for you it. Should, you should, you're like I want you to be comfortable with it. But um, last year, no, not last year, last month, my period came super early, like super early, and that. I thought it was very weird and uh, so I was like I need to get STD tested like it's really weird completely clean totally fine but um but yeah so I'm wondering if my body's actually just under stress because I just did go through like a breakup and um and so I'm wondering maybe a breakup in Paris so I'm wondering if maybe my body is like just under a bit of stress and that's why definitely it should be right like because your emotions do impact your bodily function all the time yeah yeah and I think If you have had breakup recently, you must be totally under stress and uh, maybe. Although I feel pretty chill, like I'm, a, I'm in a pretty, I'm a, in a pretty, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm pushing it down. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, maybe yeah. I don't yeah. know. Do you push? Do you push your emotions down? All the time. All, all the time. time. <laughs> are you are you seeing people at the moment? Are you single? Are you... I broke up also recently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, we can touch mics there. Yeah. How long were you? Do you mind talking about it? How long were you together? Oh, like seven months or something. Mm. Yes. That's a while. Yeah. Was she same age, younger, older? Uh, she was uh, 23. And I'm you're turning 30 soon. Yeah, I was I'm t I was 29 and yeah. When did you turn 30? I turned 30 in a week. Uh, in one week from today. Yeah, on 24th. Uh, on the 20th. Okay, Sagittarius. Ah. Uh, yeah. Um that's the same birthday as my uh, stepbrother and stepsister. They were twins. Uh, uh cool. There you go. There you go. Okay, so she was she was a lot she was a bit younger. Okay. Yeah. Um, was it like a mutual breakup or? Ah, uh, it's the distance. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, she's halfway across the world. Um, and you I, were doing long distance. Uh, we tried for uh, three, four weeks. Oh wow! Okay, that really didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. Okay, why didn't it work? Why? I think. What's your theory? Okay, without making it specifically about that relationship, like, what is your theory on long distance relationships generally? Mm, I am totally against it. Uh, <laughs> first, uh, so this is where I'm coming from. So I am fucking biased. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm putting it out there. I'm a biased person on this. Mm. 
uh, I never believed in uh, long distance but then I was willing to give it a try mm-hmm. but then there are few things which you don't realize as an adult uh, there are you have to be practical about few things so Why? for example when a person is halfway across the world mm-hmm. first of all time zone is different that's the worst like for me with Australia that's that's the biggest block for me maintaining friendships yeah yeah exactly even friendship uh, mm. like at least with friendship somehow there's a difference between friendship and romantic relationship somehow mm. it, it is fucking weird and not nice that the level of expectation is more from a romantic r- relationship than friendship so for example mm. if if a friend doesn't call you for a month or something it's completely fine and you don't mind it because mm-hmm. somehow friendships you can have multiple of them and uh, like for example if today i didn't talk to you you're a tight friend and if i talk to you after a month it, most likely there are other friends with whom like i, I had some interaction with mm-hmm. during that month mm-hmm. it's completely fine mm-hmm. but with a romantic relationship if you mm-hmm. have this one month gap it's fucking destroyed pretty much and it, it's it's well i think it's the expectation of yeah that you're a priority and that you're special to this person and so you give extra extra energy to the um, to the relationship yeah yeah and uh, because of this time zone first of all i felt i uh, like it wasn't a priority uh, mm-hmm. for at least i felt from the other side so uh-huh, uh-huh. and i was like okay um uh, and uh, okay of course maybe i was a bit uh, too harsh let's say because she she had just moved there and things mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how many hours difference was it uh it's what 6 hours Six okay, or seven. Six hours, six or seven. Yeah, yeah that's a bit. I aw- think seven. It's, it's seven. awkward. Yeah, it's an awkward. It's awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's solid enough for it to be problematic. And then, uh, mm. like, we were talking maybe like once in seven days or eight days and things like that. Okay. And that was like okay. And then, uh, and then the worst thing which happened was I f- kind of felt sick. in between and uh, you mean you got physically ill uh, yeah i was physically ill and okay. of course I, w- i was going through mental stuff like ah, w- what am i doing this that what not mm-hmm. and i felt sick mm-hmm. and uh, I, we were texting in this that and i really wanted to talk mm-hmm. and let's say the call didn't come mm-hmm. and you and asked and you, you were like i want to i want to can we talk yeah uh, and um, yeah and that's when i was like what am i doing i think it's uh, maybe uh, she has other priorities as you said and this is the mm-hmm. worst part about being a, an adult you have to sometimes make rational choices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when i felt like okay even though my heart wants something uh, it's not uh, practical enough not practical or yeah but also like yeah it didn't seem like you were getting what you wanted and um, yeah. yeah and lose, losing energy like without sounding so rational but kind of losing energy yeah. to something because it's actually you're wanting your expectations not being met Yeah and, and and of course other than these things we are not together uh, hanging out together we are not like spending time with each mm-hmm. other we are not like fucking making love e- with each other mm-hmm. like there's like the positives were literally gone and like yeah. there was just constant barrage of negative thoughts and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was like okay this is not working out now Yeah so the the relationship that I was in um the plan was to be long distance cuz um he needed to go back to um his home country for like well maybe three months and then i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in the um in australia for uh like six weeks more and so it was looking like we might not see each other for like five months in total because it's like why i don't know and um and i 
you know, because we were in an open relationship, so I was like, oh, well, we would still, like, chat. Like, in my head, the way it would go would be, like, we would text and maybe have a, a, a phone conversation, like, once or twice a week. That was my thought. Um, but I'm not going to have to deal with that now. <laughs> <laughs> the most fun part about your whole, this breakup story, whatever I've heard till now is, you had a breakup in Paris. Fucking epic. Like, like I Kanye remember Jay-Z baby. Like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> N-word in the Paris. <laughs> it totally helps that your boyfriend was black. I mean. <laughs> it doesn't not help. It doesn't not help. Uh, except only one of us could say that word. Fair enough. Uh, absolutely. Actually, we had a fight about um, something to do with... Um, uh, yeah, like uh, something to do with... Um, black culture actually which was uh, very interesting and he cited it as a reason why um like he he started feeling like we were having problems now we already had problems because he behaved badly but then um but then we had a disagreement so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the disagreement <clears throat> yeah basically uh i'm not gonna give the details any details about him or specifically but basically there was a there was a community event for um people from Afri- like African heritage, and uh, he and and we disagreed on the point that um, it is actually my point is it's illegal, it's illegal to stop people from coming into an event or partaking in a good or a service based on their skin color. You can't stop people joining the event, um, and uh, that that was my point, and that was a point of disagreement. He uh, yeah. He thought that um, you can deny entry to people based on their skin color, and I was like, "That's um, yeah, that doesn't <laughs> feel right. It's just it's actually just illegal. Like like the the I I brought up the um, statute in in Germany about discrimination, and it's just it's it's just very it's very basic. But, but it does happen though. It, it does, does happen. Mm-hmm. For example, mm-hmm. if you go to clubs mm-hmm. a lot of times, mm-hmm. let's say. you know like uh, your skin color is not the usual one of that country mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, usually let's say it's on the darker side yeah uh, it's more with the black people as far as i've seen because uh, uh, but uh, yeah and you don't speak let's say german here yeah, the I possibility it, of getting re- yeah. rejected is way more and i think if you don't speak german the possibility of getting rejected is absolutely there like yeah. if, if you can't communicate to the majority of the people there they do and clubs club but i think clubs are somehow the thing is a club is choosing the group of people that are in and so they are discriminating based on everything right mm-hmm. like they're discriminating based on your clothes based on but the thing is they can they can say it's your clothes or it's it's the group that yeah. we're having but if you're selling tickets to like just a like for example the diwali um event yeah it's a it's a it's an event yeah. to celebrate it, culture yes and denying people access to that no that that would be <laughs> fucking terrible yes like w- why would anybody do that because I, and at the same time i always feel like people should be able to embrace other people's culture and and no celebrate it with them. always yeah for example if you ask me i when i was a little kid i loved anime and mm. i was so much into this japanese anime kind of culture and i loved you know like samurai uh, culture and movies and things like that and if somebody mm. told me like you know like what you're doing or like you're not allowed in this event or you can't celebrate this 
I would be so disappointed as a kid. Right. But like, okay, but then let's make it, uh, I want to do, I do want to clarify like the, the distinction. I understand that, for example, like people of African heritage, the, the, the history of oppression and discrimination is so horrific, right? And so I can understand that there is the temptation of going, no, this is not for white people. It's just for black people. But it's like, the, but that's, it's. You're doing something that's illegal by blocking access. Yeah. Of course, the event is, or the thing is intended for the community, but you know, to say that other, for, for example, if you know someone that community wants to invite a white person, or an Asian person, or a whatever, like, <laughs> then you can't tell that member of the community that their their choice of community is wrong. You know. Um, so anyway, that was a fun, just speaking of, uh, N words in Paris, like that was, that was like one of the, one of the fun little conversations we had. Anything which can be, which can't be done other way around yeah. is problematic. Exactly. Anything. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's just the, it's just the, like, I, I completely support that. Like, for example, the Diwali event is for people like the, like people of Desi, you know, like, like, oh, sorry, my micro, I hit my micro. Um, but like people, it's, it's to celebrate, you know, that, that those cultures, White people can come, but it, it's the event for that community. Absolutely. Mm. But you just can't block people. Like, yeah. <laughs> we can't block Indian people from a fucking white legged. No way would we do that. And most of the people who come there are coming there for some sort of uh, inclination towards this culture. Because you have friends there. You have, like, you really like the food. You really like the music. Yeah. You're a comedian and you have Indian comedian friends and stuff like that. So, like, you are there because you want to be part of that. And somebody just says no. Like it seems like it's 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 exactly it is kind of definitely problematic and it is kind of low key racist. Uh, well, like uh, you wanna stick to your own kind and not let anybody else in. That's that's. It's just it's good. just yeah straight up discrimination. But um, but anyway, like going back to breakups in Paris, I guess that's the coolest part of my relationship. No, mm -hmm. it's um, I, we did have a really good time there though. Have you been to Paris? I have been to Paris. Yeah, yeah. were you there with someone you could fuck? Uh, no, <laughs> I was with my really good friend, Noura, mm -hmm. who's at my home right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's in my room right now. I can't fuck him because he's a really good friend of mine and he's a dude. It's never so. stopped me. I mean, uh. <laughs> if only he gets his gender changed and turns into a really sexy Indonesian girl, then uh, definitely. Then you're down. Then I'm down. Down to fuck Noura. Yeah, because he's a, a fun guy. Shout out to Noura. Snuff's cane. <laughs> if you just change your... <laughs> Gender assignment. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, were hanging out there in Paris. Uh, we had come from a competition in some other town in France in some business school and we were staying in Paris for one and a half days. Mm -hmm. So we went together to Eiffel Tower also. Oh, it's so romantic. <laughs> and you know what? We did the picture. You did the picture of the, of the holding? Uh, yeah, together what? like oh, this. Oh, that's so <laughs> Yeah. Did you do it with your ex-boyfriend? Uh, no, but we did take some photos. He got a photo of him licking it, and I've got a photo. Oh. I've got a photo of me holding the ta the tower like it's a dick. And oh. uh, but I'm I'm really bad at posting anything that's like personal. I just like I'm like uh, how do I relate this to comedy? Or I'm just very I just don't connect with social media for any of the like social element. It's really mm. just business. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel you gotta do it. And we are close friends enough. So we did a lot of poses and things like that. It was super fun. That's very It was cute. super fun. Yeah. I, I think all of us have been grown up watching these kind of things with Alfred mm -hmm. Tower, you know, kind of mm -hmm. romance and friendship and adventure in Paris. Mm -hmm. so when we go there, you feel it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if I am pregnant, like that would have probably been conceived, like it would have been conceived in Paris. You got an, if it's a daughter, you should name her Paris. <laughs> or we've got, we've got a comedian on the scene who's, um, 
his, well, yeah, his name is Paris. Non-binary? He's a man. He's a man. He's a man. He's a man. But he goes both ways. He goes both ways. He's fabulous. He is fabulous. I was taking, I was having a very fun night with him this week. But yeah, so it can be boy or girl, Paris. But I'm not having the child. I'm not having this fucking child if I'm pregnant. I've just been saying like, I'm so excited to have my first abortion. Although it is like, it's man, like the have you ever had a pregnancy scare in a relationship? Never. No? Okay. God damn, it's just like, ugh, ugh. but like it's the wrong time for me to have a baby, and like we've yeah. like we've broken up, and uh, and like I don't want to, I don't want to have to, I'm not like I'm I'm really like I don't I don't want that I don't want that in my life. Do you ever want to have a baby? I do, I do want to have a baby, but I really I need a partner who's gonna be around. Yeah, as a comedian, it's like I can I can look after the baby, right? But I just feel like I'm not in the position in my career to be able to take out like take off nine months. Uh, at all well not take off nine months but like take off a year once it's born and like fucking nurse it and and and, and get it to the point before i can dump it in a kindergarten and uh get some socializing um, education whatever but like i i would like to i would like my ideal thing is in about a year and a half to two years and it's very specific maybe a little bit too specific and i'm getting older so i'll be i'll be like 37 38 um the ideal is to have a partner who's really fucking stable and like healthy and uh gets me and has uh, a different like time schedule so i can be home at days he's around at nights sort of thing for the kid um and uh and yeah and have a baby then and i really want a baby then but like right now it's not a good time I feel like your needs are so specific. I know it it's might very be difficult to meet them. It's very specific. I know, I know. And then if it doesn't work, like maybe at thirty-eight, I'm like we can't conceive, or or maybe I haven't met anyone. Then I'm I'm quite like because my priority is my career. I'm quite you know comfortable with the fact that it might. Well, I'm relatively comfortable with it. It might not happen. I want to be a mum in the right circumstances. So I want to not resent the child for any um, like damage it does to my career. <laughs> Like it's gonna, but I need to be, I need to be at a different point of stability before I, you know, it, before my career takes a bit of a hit. Mm. Yeah, I need to just get up a few notches more in the c comedy stability space and then, or, and, and the partner is the big thing. Like I, I want to have a partner who can do it. Do you, do you want kids? Oh yes, I want kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but of course I'm not in any rush. I'm 29 right now. Mm. Uh, in my, uh, in my country, it's already the time. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Even in my country, like a lot of my friends already had kids around 29, 30, yeah. 32. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, first it's, uh, it needs to happen uh, a bit uh, organically. Uh, mm -hmm. It should not be too forced. And uh, yeah, so I I'm pretty fine with that. And I, I still remember uh, like a year or two ago, we were just having a conversation at Space Medusa. And you told me that you're planning to save money, maybe, to get your eggs frozen. Yeah, that was and a plan. I, and you were the first lady who ever told me this. Like, And I had he heard about it in like different uh, podcasts and books and things like that. And I was like, it's a great thing for anybody mm -hmm. who is occupied right now in their life because of career or, or doesn't have uh, something... Uh, or someone who they are romantically inclined towards or like can be together mm -hmm. it just gives you more time it and does it does 
And I did do some research into it. Um, I did a lot of research, actually. One of my friends um, who I celebrated my birthday with, um, she's a German woman who was at a show of mine where we developed joke ideas. And um, I talked about I was developing a joke around freezing eggs. And then it really triggered two women in the audience. And then one of those women had gone through the process. And that's my friend who's um, now a friend. And, um, and she told me all about it. And uh, it's quite surprising, but the issue is with egg freezing is the older you get, the less successful, like the kind of like uh, the fishing for eggs gets, it becomes less successful uh, because you have fewer, you produce fewer uh, and the quality starts to, to go down. So um, the ideal time to freeze your eggs and this is what I want to communicate to the world as often as possible is for women in their mid-20s that is the ideal time to freeze your eggs because you just have heaps mm. you've got the most eggs you've got and so the process of actually um, getting the eggs will be way more effective and then you can keep them frozen for like uh, I think you can keep them frozen for like up to 10 years or more. so you'd have the eggs until 35 ready to go um, because once you hit once you get over like 30, you've got like half as many or something like that. The quantity just reduces so drastically. And then, yeah, and also the process for getting the eggs out is really difficult physically. Like you've got to get pumped so full of hormones that it's like you're pregnant. Mm. And that fucks with your head and it fucks with your body. And so for three months, you're fucked. In your mid-20s, you got the time to be fucked for three months. In your 30s, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So taking out three months to put your body through absolute like like uh stress and um yeah in intense everything like it's and for it to not be successful so maybe then you need to do it again but do somehow i feel in mid-20s people don't care about this yeah that's much. the issue that's the time when you have a lot of everything in your body and you just care uh, you're like yeah i'm queen of the world yeah and like maybe uh, I, in my like 25 i was like i don't think i want kids yeah, exactly. That time you don't even care about these things. Yeah. I didn't even want it like something uh, like really serious uh, till I was 26 or something. Uh, okay. And uh, I only wanted kids once I got married and then I realized that helped me realize that my husband wasn't a good person for me because I realized, oh shit, I do want to have kids and this man should not be a father. <laughs> and so that was a, that helped me a lot. But yeah, I realized only at 27 that I wanted to have kids. But, you know, maybe that doesn't happen. Maybe it doesn't fucking happen. Like, you just never know if you're going to meet the right person and it's going to happen naturally mm. when, when, while you're still together. And, uh, and it's working, you know. <sighs> yeah. Modern relationships. But also, like, having a baby can, like, destroy a relationship too, you know. So it's mm. like... Earlier, uh, people used to use baby as a glue for the relationship. Also, Band-Aid babies. Yeah. yeah. Such a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think if the boat is not strong enough, why get more passengers into it, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, let's go down hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking dumb. Super dumb. Um, okay, so you do want kids, yeah. Mm. Mm. Do you want, like, do you see yourself having, like, a, a big family? Or, like, yeah, what's your... Do you plan to go back to India? What's your... Uh, as of now, I do enjoy living in Berlin. As you can see, Loki, I'm living the dream which I w wanted to, you know, like, or chasing. Where, uh, living uh, with Nura. Nura? <laughs> yeah, he's visiting me. Yeah, oh, he's visiting. Okay. Yeah, he's, he lives in Munich. Oh, 
by the way he also did a couple of open mics and stuff like that and i was trying to tell him like hey uh, today you you can sign up after, uh, you know like in the evening mm-hmm. but uh, he partied too hard yesterday night went to a club or some shit like that and i being a 29 year old adult i'm like you know i'm going to take a nap tonight at home wow <laughs> yeah like me last night yeah <laughs> let's not think about the rest of the week crazy shit i was doing oh man yeah. Yeah. oh berlin is a great fucking city okay so yeah you're uh you're just taking it as it comes and you're not yeah. sure where it's going and go. uh, yeah and that's how it should be but at the same time i feel like sometimes uh, you're completely shut to uh, new people or experiences then it it's it, it's not right i think Uh, mm-hmm. you don't even realize it sometimes we have built these walls around you mm-hmm. uh which i only realized a uh, few years ago let's say for four five years ago that i had walls around me and uh, it's important to not have those walls and that's only th- stops you from uh, getting to somewhere where uh, you know you're you're with somebody and you're building something which mm. is long ah so as in like before because you had it in your head that you weren't really interested in a long term relationship you were quite um uh what would you say like um yeah closed yeah. to to people yeah and you wouldn't let them get in yeah to a certain point yeah and uh, this is why you you hear about like people having self sabotaging t- tendencies and like oh, yeah. and not really uh, letting things happen you know like for example uh, if uh, if for example let's say uh, some guys uh, you know like after a few months or something is like not that involved anymore or something like that with you like mm-hmm. that, that that person is just too blocked you know like they're not willing to open up anymore you know mm-hmm. they're like okay mm-hmm. pff, this is shallow level of involvement but i don't want to be involved too much mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the other person can really see through you you know like in yeah. modern world it's easy to see each other naked but it's really when you see each other through your soul when when you know like where, what triggers this person yeah, yeah, what what yeah. you know like or, or like really the person is able to see through you mm-hmm. and sometimes people are not willing to be that naked in front of you yeah absolutely although most people are willing to be very naked yeah only physically <laughs> no i mean i mean emotionally Mentally? as well yeah 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 i i think I, you know but it's the people that you connect with like Yeah, although I have, you know, I did have a relationship at the start of the year where yeah, like after a few like maybe like a month and a half of us seeing each other very regularly, he was like yeah, it reminds me of Tara's joke where she talks about yeah, having a vibrator sounding more realistic, but he yeah, he turned to me and was like he texted me on Instagram and he was like, "I just want to, you know, after we spent like so much time together, he was like, I just want to make sure you know that I only want to have something casual with you." And I was like, why why have we been spending so much like this is not casual mm. like casual is a couple of times a week and like you go home you don't stay over you know <laughs> yeah i really don't know these rules you know like no. uh, you got to do this do that not stay i'm like, like casual is not spending like three nights a week and yeah. like hours on hours together like that's that's not casual yeah Uh, so I would say this person is kind of closed. Oh totally, totally. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, he was young. He was like he didn't want to be tied down to anything or have any kind of relationship. Yeah. So it's like okay, that's cool. That's cool. He was like 27. Yeah. yeah that's the sweet spot. Uh, it's not really. I uh, no, I don't <laughs> 10 know. 10 years younger. That's the sweet spot. <laughs> I like I would love to be dating like 40 year olds, but like yeah. finding the good ones is rough. I feel like by 40 majority of the people are already uh, like I don't know they are kind They've of given involved. up. They've given up. Given up or they are already involved. <laughs> That's uh, what I mean by involved. <laughs> <laughs> given up is a bit harsh. <laughs> yes, uh but um but 
those are the people you don't want to be with then like if they have already given up and they're bitter yeah, towards nah. the life no nah, no nah, you don't want to be with them that's my only fear about Absolutely. like uh uh dating when i'm older or older people or i am older mm. sometimes people get very pessimistic and bitter as they grow old bitterness is i think the least it, like it's just so unattractive oh my god yeah. i can't i can't go near it like sometimes you hear comedians and you can hear the bitterness in them and it just yeah. turns me off their comedy entirely like i can't engage with any of the punches because it's just like oof it's poison yeah and somehow like even though it might not be about us when they're talking about it but mm. it just kind of spreads mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it kind of like and you don't want to be romantically involved with that person or something oh no oh no 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 what's the like biggest piece of shit you've dated have you like dated like anyone that was really bad like a really bad person no no, no okay no, you no. all right i've been dated really bad people but i've definitely like hooked up with people that are they're not good i think yeah okay uh, what's your standard of not good like what what will you qualify as not good ah um, I'd say just the the baseline is just give just me a random story don't t- mention the person or something yeah, you know like, I won't, yeah. I won't mention persons um uh like just like the kind of people that hit you up um at you know four in the morning and just like and they hit you up like twice a week or something being like hey you out and it's four in the morning and it's like I told you I'm sober like why the fuck would I be up for in the morning and uh you know I'm being like oh come over I have I have coke and whiskey and it's like what real like just scroll up and you'll remember that I'm sober then this was like a few years ago and it's like oh my god you're like you're not listening you're you know there's just like no self awareness uh, no no dignity even oof yeah so i'd say like that you know that's the kind of that's the kind of low low you know and then eventually i'll be like all right i'll come around <laughs> <laughs> So this person did know how to bait you though and it did work. Yeah, I mean, fucking, yeah, I I had to I had to there's a function I had to like um uh mute not mute but yeah, mute their conversation basically so that uh, I didn't see the messages to stop it. Hmm. And then after like a year and a bit I was like, "Hey, actually I just want to say like I don't want to have sex with you again. Like I want us to just that to stop." And he was like, "Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool." And then like three weeks later he sends me this picture that he took of us, took of me when like we got up last and like i'm like half naked and looking at him and it's just the most <laughs> horrifically exposing photo and he says like hey i'm i'm in i'm i'm like i'm in i'm in Czech republic thinking of you and it's just like oh gross no <laughs> um so like still not really respecting that i've asked him not to hit me up for sex but whatever anyway that's my that's 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 as low as it gets Do you think uh like once you were really involved with somebody like do we really move on in life like or there is always a part of us which is still kind of with them and their part of hmm. uh life which is with us you know like yeah. I I feel like they always have a special place in our heart and mind yeah definitely till the end of life of course you're not uh involved with them anymore and mm-hmm. you don't think about them and they're not part of your life they're still kind of there you they've know they've had an impact, impact. they've had yeah, an impact, impact of some sort and whether that's been negative and so you've learned a lesson whether it's been positive so that's made you feel stronger 
um you know yeah i think i yeah 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 there's a there's a place for everybody yeah. <laughs> my heart's very big <laughs> i always thought so <laughs> i always thought so anna is so generous that even you might have a chance to get a place in her heart <laughs> no, maybe not <laughs> maybe not if only you can fit yourself in her schedule next year yeah. and you're a good nice father material yeah that's that's that yeah. that narrows it down a lot like uh, 40 plus 40 40 would be good i think yeah. 40 is good like also my age is good you know it doesn't yeah. have to be 40 but yeah. yeah yeah have you ever been with someone have you ever been um the person that someone cheats um cheats on their partner with like have you ever been the the bad side the side <sighs> dick i um i wouldn't call it that like for example when i was in uni and uh, there was somebody uh, who i was like uh, dating or seeing or something like that and she was uh, uh, american and she was traveling so she told uh, you know like uh, you know uh, there's somebody but it's not really anything and i was like mm-hmm. i kind of always always suspected okay like she was you know th- i didn't want to ask too much yeah yeah, yeah. and Ign- that ignorance is bliss uh, yeah i was like I didn't I, I could have asked more and like uh, stopped myself from like getting involved with this person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but as far as I understood from her it was not a strong relationship or something mm-hmm. and uh, yeah she was, was there enough. for a few months and uh, <laughs> I was there for a few months uh, like I, that was my uni and she was visiting mm-hmm. and uh, I was like okay I mean I'm not going to ask too much and I I know I could have mm-hmm. because that kind of gives you understanding of that person also because you think you're doing it casually and everything is very casual but once you are with somebody for 3 months even i think you're kind of emotionally invested and stuff like that and the person is still the same yeah so after a year she came back mm-hmm. and uh, we had plans and stuff and uh, let's say uh, then she was with somebody else and i was like ah i have something and like ah but it's not serious or something okay so yeah then uh, yeah so it, it's the same thing i think what you know what uh, what happened with somebody else that happened with me and then like you know somebody else well, yeah yeah i guess like uh, this is the weird thing of life you know this is why i feel karma is a real thing you know karma is a real <laughs> that's why i i always feel don't do anything to anybody which you don't want to be done to yourself even if it might be little shitty things definitely, little shitty things definitely however i do think I, it's a, and it's i was 1920 i was like not so sensible enough you know i was thinking from my penis i think a little bit For sure. and of like, course i was not making a cheat or something but mm-hmm. i knew okay there was somebody there was someone else uh, in her life but yeah. also like their their relationship and whatever agreement they have you don't know all the details about their yeah. relationship and it's not your responsibility to understand their relationship but you've got your relationship with that person yeah in that relationship and <clears throat> if it's if that's respectful then yeah uh, we were all good and uh, mm. she was very much comfortable and like mm. yeah I, I the only thing where i was wrong was maybe i didn't try to really find out okay what is the relationship they have and uh, what is, is that, that wrong yeah but okay i uh, because the thing is I did this and then it happened to me with the same uh, you, and mm. and then I was like okay you know like this is the world uh, telling me you know like mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. need to be a little bit more responsible let's say because yeah. but I think it's not too bad So it happened to you Holland so how did it happen to you that you were then with somebody uh, the same person the same, the person. same person you were with them and she then came back like, after a year mm-hmm. again to travel in India <clears> and yeah. uh, then uh, we were supposed to meet mm-hmm. and we had plans of going on holidays and things like that mm-hmm. 
and uh, but then before uh, she met me she met somebody else mm-hmm. and uh, let's say those plans uh, she stopped texting calling this that okay. and uh, right. it never happened and then uh, we met and she was like ah, i met somebody else and this is uh, la 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 and uh, and uh, okay so it happened back it. to you yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's okay. a cycle of life pretty much i um i don't know like i i have friends who um very comfortably fuck with like married men who are absolutely cheating um like you know they're not in an open relationship um and their their uh theory is just you know it's not it's not like it's for her she's fucking a married man it's not her responsibility to manage his his monogamy like yeah. if they have a, a dynamic that's nice then they have a dynamic that's nice and and it's him that's responsible for his relationship yeah and i take that approach as well it's like being with someone who is in a relationship that's monogamous as so long as i'm being treated with respect mm-hmm. i don't i'm not i'm not doing anything wrong it's him it's he like it's him that's maybe doing something wrong but i don't even know that cuz i don't know the dynamic of their relationship that's not my thing yeah um but if i know it's wrong as well it's still not my responsibility <laughs> I don't know. I like my only line has been like, uh, when was it? Um, uh, actually, yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I think I do bend morality to suit me a little bit. I don't know. I think it's completely fine. The only reason I, uh, I, I feel like it's not for me is because I don't want a third shadow between us mm-hmm. in some way or the other. But if, for example, like, for example, if you are hooking up with someone that's got a a, a boyfriend. and you like hooking up with them but you kind of like that there's no future because they've got a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's a nice hookup every now and again. Mm-hmm. And the the nice thing is that you can have a, a special friendship but there there's no expectations beyond occasionally meeting. I wish I could do that. I really wish but I've never done that and somehow mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I don't know. I'm like I want to do it but I can't. <laughs> I don't know my body. There's some things which I feel like are so uh, normal nowadays and like people do it especially in Berlin yeah. but somehow I feel like my body doesn't allow me like you know like it's it's just like I become like really close to these things. I I want like I don't know. I want to do it but I can't mm. somehow. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think like I don't want to bring age as a thing but like for example having open relationships is something that I've only like it takes a lot of practice to understand like jealousy and understand you know what that's really um what that's really triggering for you those feelings of jealousy that oh are you not enough or do you want to be doing those things with your partner and you know or do you want to like yeah like why are you un- uncomfortable with these things and I don't know also like If you've got lots of if you've got lots of different people in your life then you can get a little bit of something from I don't know I'm starting to wonder like I would like it to have I would like to have a relationship that's like solid like the kind of thing that I just had and then yeah and I'm open to monogamy but I'm also starting to think maybe I just stay single and I see all these people kind of randomly and I have my friends and I have my family and I self-soothe and I I don't have any fixed partner i don't know maybe maybe i can do that but you're saying you you definitely you want i i would i have tried to do uh you know like the open thing mm-hmm. um like some but somehow even though in front of the person i might say yeah yeah let's do it this that but when it push comes to shove i don't think i have it in me you know like uh, mm-hmm. and uh, because i think 
some people can uh, mm. and i really wish uh, i could because then uh, you i guess you can try other cool things like threesome and all these uh, you know so called what not and you just don't uh, have to be closed to anything that is interesting to you i think that's what's interesting yeah. you can have sex with people and and that not threaten your primary relationship or your yeah your other love relationships you know these things would be fucking unimaginable to me like 10 years ago yeah but now that i'm older and live in a different geographical location i've seen the world a little bit Mm-mm-mm. i feel like i am holding myself back you know what maybe maybe i should try something cool like you you know like something open something uh, interesting maybe. because i've just broken up i you know like of course i don't want to jump into something quick mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so maybe it's time you know like uh, let's uh, have uh, fun a little bit with why the, not lovely people <laughs> <laughs> all you listeners out there naps back on the, back in the field yeah. um uh i would recommend if you're wanting to try things though to to definitely um like word yourself up with the things like reading the book like the ethical slut it helps you understand because just jumping into these things i think so many people jump into open relationships like oh yeah i can do that and then it hurts and it doesn't work and the communication's not there but if I think if you look into yeah if you read about it a little bit and and understand sort of yeah try to understand the the logics and like how you can communicate things then you could do it in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. In a safe way for your heart. Yeah. I I feel like there is a lot of homework which needs to be done for this. It's a lot of work uh, actually. It's, and that's the other thing. Maybe like if I monogamy is just kind of easy. easy. The rules yeah. are so easy. It's Everybody like, has known the rules since they were like a little kids or something. Exactly. Maybe if if I decide to get into something like this or uh, you know getting involved in something like this maybe I'll just call you for pointers you yeah, know yeah, like give yeah. me a, like an executive summary of how to deal with it. because you're the right person because you have had some real life experiences. I have. I have. So you can have just, they like, gone well? No. But um I'm still still optimistic that one day I'll have a partner that can communicate in a healthy way and uh you know and really um yeah be respectful around it because yeah I was actually do you watch um do you watch Big Mouth the TV series No I've never oh, seen no? it Oh no oh it's really it's really good I really recommend it I, I've seen a trailer of it and I've mm-hmm. uh, it has been recommended me to me on Netflix but uh, It's just filthy it. like it's filthy and super like sexual and it can be a little bit like cheesy sometimes but then there are some jokes that are just so fucking great um and it's so it's such a powerful um sex education tool that's what I love about it but yeah anyway I was I watched an episode today which kind of um resonated with me where um one of the characters like they do this test to see how much of a slut they are and one of the characters is like a total he's like this total little like monster like cum monster basically he's terrible he like he's just a little pervert right and he's got this girlfriend and she's a little pervert and um but like you know they and she sent him the test and then he does the test and uh, she she ends up being more of a slut than him and and she's like excited that they're both sluts and he's all of a sudden he's like no no i don't want to hear this i don't want to hear this, this is disgusting i want you to be pure i want you to be pure like a meadow of flowers that are untouched and um <laughs> men are territorial you know like they might not say it and i think this might be the case with me also and i'm like problematic and so like analyzing why because you know and i and i've i've i feel like in my open relationships that's really been the problem men have flipped out when i when i equal them in the slattery and and it's not that it's a it's a competition it's just that oh like obviously i can i can i can anna i got game you know i can your game is too strong and l- let's say the amount of 
sexual descriptiveness i've heard from you <laughs> in past 3 4 years of my life i had never heard a woman be that descriptive and funny about it <laughs> and 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 the thing with your comedy also is like you're descriptive you are funny so the 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 level of uh, like peakness you go in let's say having adult conversation is mm. is next level because people are still listening because it's funny and like and uh, <laughs> yeah like i can communicate and you know yeah i think um yeah yeah it's uh, that's the tricky thing so i think like just this whole idea of um there there is still some really base uh base like deep subconscious um feelings in i think a lot of men that are interested in trying the open relationship but then when they're in it they're super triggered and they're not actually comfortable and they can't really they can't they don't really they don't know what they don't know how to deal with it and it goes bad and uh, and, th- and that is my biggest problem that that like of all the open relationships i've had that that is that has been the thing it's like something has fucking triggered the dude and he can't handle he can't handle it can't handle it this is what i've heard from most people at one point out of two people who are involved one will be yeah no like it and and this is how most of the humanity has been i think like i guess like uh, of course people have had uh, polyamory and like different kind of things uh, historically but mm. at the same time the jealousy is always been there with us you know and then you, we or get territorial we've been or we've just been trained so deeply into this territorial territorialism territorialism uh and uh and the sense of um yeah just yeah like ownership and and property and 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 honor and it's like mm-hmm. it's really been very deeply trained in us um i'm not sure i don't think it's necessarily natural i think it's very much nurture but mm. but i still haven't read sex at dawn sex at dawn is a book that traces the the development of monogamy in history and it's like this hor- historical kind of um breakdown of it so i'm i'm yet to read that and i want to understand it more and uh, other than uh, let's say you're talking about the neg- negative side of it but one from the positive side i would also say like sometimes you want to be exclusively with the person because you want to have a relationship which is just between both of you and it's just having the third party in the shadow you know and which oh, the sixth seventh eighth party yeah yeah, yeah in your case there are too many parties <laughs> but, 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 but six or seven i don't count <laughs> <laughs> if you can ca- if you can't count your partners in one hand that's too much i think <laughs> <laughs> I don't judge anybody. Um <laughs> but yeah, I understand also what you mean and I am not against monogamy. I'm not against it at all. It also hasn't worked that well for me, but you know, it remains to be seen. Now we've got to wrap up. We've got a show to do. Um where can people find you? Uh on my Instagram, uh I am Navjain. Uh that's my Instagram and uh, me and my buddy Miltos, we also have a YouTube channel Late Crow. and uh, we do uh, some podcasts and uh, i'll be putting out some uh, comedy clips there and uh, so if you guys want uh, check out late crow on youtube and uh, late crow yeah like yes, yes. okay cool and um i don't think crows make that noise but uh, it was a bird noise that's um it's the best thing to do enough all right amazing uh, that has been adults on the comedy bill and it was such a pleasure um thank you so much 
and it was actually really adult conversation you was, know? like i i always feel like in this podcast you go sexual but today you went adult but in a different direction i know i and which is fucking lovely huh? i i felt like we had a different kind of a conversation than your normal podcast and i yeah. really enjoyed it fuck yeah, yeah. me too like it can be adult as well yeah. without it being sexy uh, but we still refer to sex but anyway okay that has been the show have a great uh, night um peace out goodbye